It's time to venture into the Filmverse, a movie fan podcast where we dive into the vast expanses of cinema and report our findings. I'm Mitchell Chandler. And I'm Bryce Payne. And today on the 19th episode of Into the Filmverse, we'll be discussing Kevin Smith's... <gasps> Clerks. Wow. That took me a minute. I, okay. There is, I'll get to that in a minute. But Amazon Prime's One Night in Miami, Tom Hanks' new film, News of the World, the new theatrical thriller, Promising Young Woman, and various content we watch throughout the week. If you want to see our reviews for the films we talk about today or get our thoughts on other movies, be sure to join us on Letterboxd, the social network for film lovers. You can find me, Mitchell Chandler, at Mitch Reviews, and Mitch is spelled with a Y, so it's M-Y-T-C-H. You can find me, sorry, I was fixing the camera. <laughs> you can find me, Bryce, at Pain Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews. Okay, and before we dive into our weekly movie watches, we're going to go off the top with some recent movie news. Okay, before I get in, the reason I messed up Kevin Smith's name is because I keep having Kevin Feige, Kevin Spacey, and Kevin Smith in my name all at once, and I've been struggling with that. Like, You're like Kevin. There's so many Kevins. Which one is it? <laughs> but anyways, um, we're gonna dive into some of the weekly um, movie news that's coming out this week. Uh, wow. Yes, that's what we do. There's um, actually news this week. There's actually quite a bit of news, which is good, and some of it not all of it bad either. Um, and but before we do that. Um, Disney Plus as WandaVision that just dropped. Um, they dropped episode one and two, so we're going to give ourselves five minutes of spoilers to talk about that. Um, so if you don't want to hear any spoilers for WandaVision episode one and two, skip uh, five minutes starting now. I know you like these a lot more than I did. Okay, well, I got to start out that I was drunk when I was watching them, so <laughs> I drank. So I started drinking before I watched them. But so I was that, just like that explains a lot because I was like watching them and I was like, did you watch them by yourself or did you watch them with Jada? Jada doesn't care about Wandavision. Okay, so that's another thing is I watched them with my dad. So I think and I also think watching it with somebody else like is fun. It's fun. Well, you know when you're having a shared experience, it, it kind of gets better a little bit. I don't know. I was like because like things I, I, I didn't laugh like, at, he laughed at, and I was like just laughed a little bit more at certain parts because he laughed at it. Yeah. See, I I'm not I'm not a humor person. We know this right without these movies watched day once. But anyway. um yeah, WandaVision is a very not what I expected. Um, I want to say it is what I expected, and the reason I say that is because they just marketed it as uh, it's going to be very much a TV series with a hint of Marvel, and that's kind of what I expected. I mean, I will say, like going through it, like the first episode, I was like, "This is it." <laughs> you like know, a whole episode about Vision having a dinner thing with his, with boss. his boss. I was like, "That's kind of fucking weird." But I, I, said, I think it helped that I was drunk, and <laughs> I well, not I was super drunk. I was just a little tipsy. But uh, I think the reason that I didn't mind it is because, honestly, it's just something. <laughs> You're like, Marvel gave us something. It, it's something. So I'm like, it's not even like that great. And honestly, WandaVision, or Wanda and Vision aren't my favorite characters. Yeah, that's, a, that's the same thing with me. I was oh. like, I'm not, I haven't seen them in anything in the movies that I've been like, yeah, those are the two best characters. I'm like, all right, cool. I will say, let's go through some of this shit. Sure. Sword is the one keeping her in, like, in that fucking reality, which I think is interesting. Because then logo. we also saw the Hydra logo, which I was, was that really was weird. on the watch though. Yeah, but when they pan out at the end of the episodes, it shows like the like the TV screens. There's also some other points. There's the sword logo. There's also some other points there is in, in there too. I see, I've seen it. So I was like, all right, all right, swords when doing it. What is Nick Fury up to? Yeah. All right, all right. And then I was like, that, I wanna th- that's what's keeping me more. Know, is like, I want to know though. what's happening, but I'm not really engaged in the episodes. Right. Uh, I like the way they use color. Um, but, but my thing about so sword, the sword thing, I don't think. That they're keeping her there. I think she put herself there, like in a state. Oh, they're, they're just like watching her. Yeah, exactly. They're keeping her in sort of some sort of. That would explain why she was able to like bring back the like reverse time in her. Thing. Yeah, I will say it's man, it's so weird seeing this like a sitcom thing because like the Vision, second episode is better than first. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, the second episode, like the, the when the okay red helicopter, I was like, oh shit, okay color. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, 
Iron Man, but I was also like, Vision has the same color, so I get it. All right, whatever. Right. <laughs> and then when she's the uh, blonde lady, blonde bitch, she uh, <laughs> cut her, her hand in mm-hmm. like the red blood. I was like, that's really fucking dope. Yep. I like that. And the radio being like, Wanda, Wanda, who's doing this to you? I was like, oh shit. That, that was, was like, Hawkeye? <laughs> but I don't know if that was Hawkeye. Or, like, I, 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 it sounded like um, Steve Rogers and Hawkeye. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but we're just going to see. Yeah, I hope, I mean, it, I mean, interesting to see who it was, um, but I, I got a kick out of the magi- the magic scene. I will say, I, 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 I rewound that like five minutes because I thought I missed something with him getting like drunk, and then it hit me. It was like the bubble gum, and I was like, yeah. oh, and I was like, because he showed up, and I was like, the fuck? It's so silly, but I'll, like, it, it really it doesn't make sense really because like he should just be able to pass it through him because you know he's vision, so <laughs> he, he can, just has things he just phase and it fall out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then. Uh, I don't know. I just thought I thought I thought that was funny with just them doing a the little like, gag and thing. Yeah, but I I just I thought he was drunk, and so I had to rewind. It and looked like, like it though. What the fuck did I miss? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> did he get drunk at the fucking like meeting? And then it was like, oh no, it's the chewing gum. All right, I I uh, I did like Monica Rambeau made her debut in Wandavision, who surprised me because I didn't realize it was Monica Rambeau until after the episodes and the people were like talking about it. And I was like, oh okay, okay. And then it's like, well, how did she get there? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> Who do you think the bee man was? The beehive dude. I fucking don't know. Hydra. <laughs> I was thinking there. Okay, so I, I looked up a little bit. There's a comics. There's this villain called Mephisto. Oh yeah, he was supposed to be a big thing. I know. No, isn't. I think Mephisto is going to be in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So that makes sense. Oh. Ooh. <gasps> what if that's the big villain of this one? But then it also translates into. Well, they said it's all connected. Yeah, they says this one connects but, directly into Doctor Strange and Spider Man. So Mephisto's in Spider Man too. Interesting. 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 I'm really excited. I'm, I'm think the because I mean, there's nine episodes to the show. There's we're seven on, more. Yeah. So we got episode three, which is next. And also, this budget the show had is over six hundred fifty million dollars. It's insane, dude. It's like, insane. that's more than movies. <laughs> oh yeah, you're technically yeah, you're right. It does have well, a lot more than movies actually. I think like yeah, it's insane. Like each episode is like two hundred million dollars or something like that. And I'm like, why? <laughs> because Disney has all the monies. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we just put Soul out, you know, our subscribers fucking boom. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm just interested to see. I'm surprised they don't even need that much money. No, I think they're, I think they're definitely gonna do more. Sweet. Well, thank you guys. As we Shut talked, the fuck up. <laughs> one division episode one and two spoilers. There was no stop button. It just disappeared. <laughs> it just kept going. I was like, why? <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Um, hey, at least you know we're done. So, one uh, division episode one and two. Um, is out and ready for you to stream for watch. So be sure to watch that and come back and check this out again if you weren't able to. Yeah, because episode three comes out today. It does. And we'll be talking about that next week. Um, so we just got done watching um, the Cherry trailer. All right, full disclosure, I, need, I, I like knew a trailer came out, but I didn't watch it. And then I saw the show notes and I was like, yeah, man, I haven't seen that yet. And you were like, well, fuck. All right, I guess we'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and the, my only um, reservation about this is it comes out on Apple TV Plus, Apple Plus, something like I'm that. I'm gonna use my free subscription. Yeah, but see, my thing is like they're probably gonna like stop free subscriptions, like HBO Max did. Don't do that to me. Cause I just want to watch Wolf Walker. But yeah, I want to watch. <laughs> I want to watch it too. Um, I do want to watch this. It looks it interesting. Looks strange. My biggest gripe. All right, mm-hmm. I said it. We were watching the trailer. Right. Tom Holland does not look like a 23 year old man. Not at all. And neither does uh what the. What's her name? The chick from Wayne's or Wayne? Yeah, she was also in Big Time Rush. I don't. <gasps> That's where I know her from. <laughs> oh my god! That I, I'm the biggest big, big Time Rush fan. I just um, oh. you guys just saw my nerdy there. 
But yeah, yeah, so like she like she's okay, but she still looks like she's like fifteen. So like, I don't like that. Like, I no, don't, they both especially look too when young they're again for like, the. They they both look too young for the material that they're going they're going into. Yeah, like he's coming home from the war or whatever, like military experience or shit, and like everyone around him looks like two decades older than him. And I was like, my issue I don't is like this. And that's another thing that I had with Uncharted. He even looks really kind of young for Uncharted, but this one it, it just deals with. I mean, the Uncharted like is an action movie. So PTSD you could, yeah, and like, like war yeah. and like drugs and like and robbing also, banks. Yeah, and it, it looked like there was a good movie in there, but the trailer didn't really display that. No, and then like, kind of like I just I see Tom Holland and I'm like Spider Man, yeah, me too. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, man, I got this noise in I mean, my head, and I'm like, I'm okay, well, saying, you're a good actor, but like, you I'm don't not, look the part, right? Exactly. And I'm not saying like you can't separate yourself from a role and do other things. Like, there's plenty of actors that can. And, no, and like do it successfully. Um, Devil all the time. Like he was really good in that. Yeah, because he was playing well, like a 16 year old kid, and he right. looks like he's a 16 year old guy. Exactly. Like he, he's he's my age, but I'm like every time I look at him, I'm like. No nah, man, you're like 16. Like, and that's my thing is like he's, I don't know. I think just and I, even some of his movements and the way he was talking, I just saw Spider Man. I, I didn't see. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck are you doing, Peter? I, I honestly, that's what happened. I was like, why are you robbing banks, Peter? You're supposed to be stopping the bad guys. <laughs> it's just because he kind of looks the same. He doesn't look too much. Yeah, different. they didn't. They didn't like they shaved his head. Yeah, I mean, right a little bit. Yeah, but and I mean, this seems... movie filmed over last year, so. I mean, I'm interested to see it, and I just because I want to see his dynamic range, and if I can get over that fact, like I just what, what is that movie he was in with uh, Chris Pratt? It was a uh, with uh, Magic, and it was Onward. Yeah, Onward. <laughs> Even in that, and then also Spies in Disguise, which he's one of the main characters that voices that. It's weird because I just hear him. I don't hear the character. It's it's like it's, it's hard. D- it's for literally me to just like the Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I do exactly, and it's just it's. It's, it's like um hard for me to get God, who who it's like if Samuel L. Jackson has been in everything but now he's been in, like Nick Fury all the time I'm just like that's Nick Fury Shaft <laughs> no he's Nick Fury Shaft <laughs> he's everything exactly but, or uh, um, Robert Patterson is Edward <laughs> he's trying really hard to shed that but it hasn't hit yet yeah right exactly <laughs> it's one of those things is when you cement yourself as a certain character it's especially when you're still that character right the fuck like right now it's hard like, to you'll film in atlanta what are you doing <laughs> it's hard to like get past that initial like thing like but he's such a good actor that i'm like i'm trying so hard me too yeah exactly <laughs> i'm like i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt man but like it's hard yeah yo peter <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> Speaking of Peter and Tom Holland and Spider-Man, um, the Spider-Man 3 first images have surfaced. I haven't seen them. Um, they're not, not like too cool. It's, just, it's not like uh, actual images. It's just like set photos. Um, yeah. But what they have shown is that... New set, York and Christmas. Yep. It's set I Christmas. read that. I haven't seen it, but I read it. <laughs> you read it. Exactly. Um, Which yeah, a lot of people Christmas are actually version. really excited about because they're like, this is what New York is most known for is the holiday times mm-hmm. with all their snow and the Christmas. And the one thing I got out of it, though, is I was like... Man, Miles Morales game just did I know, that. I was just about to say that, yeah, Miles Morales. I was like, but it's weird, though. You start thinking about that, though, and how each of these films and um, and properties line up so succinctly. Like, you have, like, this Miles Morales was in Christmas. Now they're doing Spider-Man 3 in Christmas. But then even, like, back, let's just say, let's go back to 2017. You had Captain America Civil War, and then you had Batman vs. Superman. And I think that was even though, that was the same year that they had the Transformers movie where Optimus Prime turned evil. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Well, I know it was one. Of the, I know you don't, but, but, but my point is, my point is though, like there was that year, and then like one of the next years, I don't know. They, they had like the same type of oh, like Spider Verse, you know, like they said, uh, 
they're doing Spider Verse, but now they're doing like kind of like live Spider-Verse. action Spider Verse. Exactly. Even though they don't want to confirm it's live action Spider Verse, but we fucking know it's yeah, live action Spider Verse. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's set of Christmas, and then there was like some cool like there's posters saying like we cited Spider Man, and then one side was like we believe in Mysterio. So it was like there's a there was like a difference there. They're gonna solve that in the first twenty minutes of the movie. Bet. Mm, probably. <laughs> they're gonna be like Tobey Maguire, and everyone's gonna be like, well, "What about the fucking thing?" Fuck it, it's Tobey Maguire. <laughs> We got the other Spider-Man. Do you care about that? Actually, no. <laughs> like, but I wanted to know. And Marvel's like, we didn't want to do that in the first place, <laughs> which is actually true. Yeah, and Marvel was like, yeah, we didn't, we didn't want them to do that, but Sony did it anyway. So. Wow. <laughs> it's like they um, didn't want to make the Morbius movie either, but they were still like, no, they just did it anyway. They don't listen to us. We have no power. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's their universe. So they can make whatever they want. <laughs> don't make Morbius yet. It's too soon. We do what we fucking want. <laughs> Mine. Like, all right, fine. Fuck well, it. I guess thing- we'll make it work. <laughs> Right. Well, we don't know if it's in the universe yet, but that's a whole different thing we could get into. Um, Godzilla versus Kong. Anybody? Anybody actually excited for that? I don't know. Um, the Godzilla versus Kong. It came. It was supposed to come out. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. It was supposed to come out in June, but it got moved up to March. So cool. I guess. Yeah. Yay! Two months for giant monsters being the shit out of each other. Yay! <laughs> Um, see, and this is one of the ones that's coming out on HBO Max and in theaters at the same time. Oh, thank God. I'm not going to the theaters to watch this movie. It gives me so much conflict because I don't know what I want to do. Dude, I hate like, these. I hate these ones where they give you the option. I hate the, I hate the way they give you an option because like, I'm like, oh, it's, I already pay for HBO Max, and but I really should see it on the big screen, but I'm right here at home. I don't, uh. That's me. I'm like, I don't, I don't care about King Kong versus Godzilla, but I'll watch it at home. Or it's like, um, what's that movie? The I think this should last... be something. What the fuck is it called? Mimsy? No, it's the one that comes out on the 30th with uh, Denzel Washington. Oh, oh, uh, Last Wish? Last. No, I, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah, the last thing. The, the thing with the last in it. Yeah, that movie's going on HBO Max. Last in Hope? No. I don't care about it enough to figure. I don't know, it looks We're gonna good. watch it on HBO yeah. Max though because I ain't going to oh, the theaters to yeah, watch that. Yeah, I'm not going to the theater to watch that. But, but see, my thing with Godzilla vs Monsters, it seems like a movie you would want to watch on the big screen. I probably will end up watching. I don't want to watch them in home. Like, <laughs> I don't want to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. Well, good news though. I mean, usually we hear about stuff pushing. This one came up for three months, so yay. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have a Godzilla marathon. I'm gonna watch every single Godzilla film, all that, thirty of them. That sounds like you, I would uh, no thanks. <laughs> I don't even know how to what to say to that. But what I can say is that in the next Thor: Love and Thunder movie, we have uh, some new castings. Um, Nebula, uh, Kate, nope, Karen Gillian. I said Kate Gillian. I was like, that's not right. Karen Gillian uh, is set to return as Nebula, which I guess is not really surprising because we knew the Guardians were going to be there. So I mean, I think didn't Nebula go with them in Endgame? Yay, Karen Gillian! Yay! <laughs> honestly, I do not like the Nebula character. Don't don't have any hate against Karen Gillian. I just do not like Nebula. She's getting better. I just don't like Nebula. I don't know why. <laughs> I'll tell you if I start liking him, but now I just don't like that character. Um, and then also they said Matt Damon is going to star in Thor: Love and Thunder. He's already been in a Thor movie. I know he was the he was the Loki in. So um, he's just going to play the same character. We don't That's know yet. So funny though. We don't know yet, but he That'd is be so confirmed. funny. He survived be. the Asgard purge. Oh my god, I forgot about that. And then Thor is like brother. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it'd be so. It'll be interesting to see what if he plays that same character or a different one. And if, man, if this, that movie is packed full of stars. It's like Christian Bale's the, the villain. They have um, Matt Damon now, Karen Damon, Gillian, Karen the Guardians, Guardians, Guardians Chris then, Pratt, um, Natalie Portman. I thought I was gonna say Natalie I Portman. Could not remember. I was like Padme. Who played Padme? Oh my god, that's how, <laughs> that's how you think of Natalie Portman. Wow. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> what am I supposed to think? I'm supposed to be, v for Vendetta. Yeah, that's the movie that I remember. <laughs> uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Anybody? I, I guess that's, that's my word today. Dumb. Anybody? Um, they're doing a prequel, I guess, if you cared about that. Um, starring... It's called, it's called Wonka, and I guess it's a prequel <laughs> That's such about a fucking Willy dumb Wonka. Name. Yeah, Wonka. And it's oh a, my god! And they're eyeing Tom Holland and Timothy or Til- Timothy Chalamet for the titular role. Hmm. Please give it to Timothy Chalamet. I haven't seen him in such a long time. As soon as they said they were doing this movie, my first thought was, "Why?" I That's mine too, dude. I was this. like, "Who the fuck watches Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and goes?" I wonder. Prequel Wonka. Who Wonka will? Who Wonka was as a kid? But they like, did. Oh, fuck but they already did that. Like in the. Well, I guess in this. They showed flashbacks. Yeah, flashbacks. But, but my but, thing is, is this going to be a prequel to the Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka, or the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka? Good question. I don't know. If it's Timothy Chalamet and Tim and like uh, Tom Holland, I'm going to say it's probably Johnny Depp's. I want to say that out of these two, two actors, I want Timothy Chalamet because he's the one that is going to be able to, to pull this off and make me interested in it. Tom Holland Tom Holland going to look at be like, that's Peter Parker. Stop. <laughs> like, you've, you've, you've got Nathan Drake. You've got fucking Peter Parker. What more do you need? Like, He's a Disney boy now. He needs everything. Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, Mickey Mouse owns his ass. He can put him in anything they want. <laughs> Mickey Mouse owns his ass. That's true. Tom Holland, I'm Even sorry. Even though he's owned by Sony, <laughs> fucking Disney owns his ass. Oh, that's that was their deal. Sony's like, I need I need Tom Holland for fucking Wonka. And they're like, all right. They're, they're like, hey man, okay, we need we want Spider Man to stay. All right, well, what what are the terms? Like, you know, we want money. It's like, can he star in other movies? It's like, well, we don't own the dude. It's like, well, kinda. I mean, it's fucking Spider Man. <laughs> He's Spider Man. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, that was all the movie new for this week, guys. Um. Not uh, a ton of stuff, but also actually nothing bad. I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, also it was pretty good news. Just good stuff. Um, so with the most recent movie news dissected and spun into dutiful discussion, we move on to Bryce's movie night marathon. Yeah, no um, one sh- no one ever shows up for movie night anymore, so we just marathon like four <laughs> movies. Yeah, each week, we, each Monday, we usually watch an Oscar film alternating between the newer, yeah, we, we, we quotation marks. Um, Bryce and Company. Bryce and Company, <laughs> that is true. Uh, newer and older films of the Oscar rating best pictures. Um, this week, Bryce held, a, I want to say, a sort of marathon with uh, some of the older ones. Um, what did you watch, and uh, did right. any of them stand out? We watched a few, mm-hmm. like four. That is a few. I, I'm running off of like four hours of sleep, so just give me a second to like collect my thoughts. <laughs> um, okay, so the first one we watched was The Apartment, because it was the sh- it was really short, mm-hmm. and like compared to Ben-Hur, it was like, yeah, we're going to watch The Apartment. Mm-hmm. I actually kicked Skylar out halfway through this movie because I was like, I'm fucking tired. Cool. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is the point. Okay, so we watched The Apartment. It's about this guy. I cannot remember his fucking name right now. It's about a guy. It's, it's about this guy. <laughs> that's good. That's good <laughs> enough. So hard. <laughs> okay, it's about this guy who basically gives the key to his apartment to these upper ups of his company for them to bring females to. Females. Wow. And uh, essentially, that's how he's getting higher up in the business, mm. is he lets these four executives use his apartment to bring women that they're cheating on their wives with. So, basically, he's just doing the opposite of women women do. Women, basically. It gets crazy, though. Okay. He falls through this elevator girl. I will say, she's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. She is... Oh, I'll get there. I'll get there. He gets offered a promotion. To in order by the company lead, like the executive, he's like, "Listen, man, I'm not stupid. I know what the fuck's going on here. I know why all these people are vouching for you to be promoted. 
No, why don't you let me in that action? Give me, give me that key to apartment. I got this girl. I'm married. You know, like let me go there and bring this girl and show her a nice time. Mm. So the guy does it. He's like, all right, yeah, here you go. What the fuck? I don't know what's going on. Oh, it's okay. Hey, we're <laughs> Everything just went black on the screen, and I was like, but why? Why is it saying music? Okay. <laughs> okay, so. He gets the uh, he lets the dude use his apartment, the CEO, whatever his name is, right. to fuck to basically get fucked this girl, right? And uh, while he's doing it, he's like, "I got promoted, you know. I'm gonna go ask that elevator girl out because she's really hot." Mm-hmm. He ask her to go to the opera with him because, or a, mu- a musical, The Quiet Man musical. I remember that because I watched that movie. But that's side the point. <laughs> going to the opera. So the guy invites her. She's like, "Yeah, but I got a date at like six, so I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there at eight thirty. So she goes to this date, and you know who's the date? The fucking CEO. <gasps> okay, now this is no. where it's funny because we were like, oh, fuck. Okay. He, she ends up dipping out on the date. She dipped? Yeah, the, she just stayed at the guy's apartment and then let, you know, you know, the fucked up thing. He doesn't realize that yet. Then he brings a mirror to the boss. It's like, hey, so that girl you brought over last night left this mirror on my couch. Mirror, Here. mirror on the wall. Who is the first he's, of them all? He's like, yeah, I'll get to her. Don't worry about it. And then later in the film, he's, like, drinking, and he brings the elevator girl. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's a party. It's Christmas Eve. You come party with us in the office. And he's like, does this happen? He's like, weird. He bought a fedora or something. And she's like, you know, here's a mirror. You know, look. And he's like. Bought a fedora. He realizes that's the mirror. And he's like, well, fuck. No. Now, it's a really cute romance film. I won't spoil anything else. It's just a really cute romance film with this guy who realizes that his boss is fucking the girl that he wants to fuck. That's fucked up. It's not anything sexual. But it's really funny. I really enjoyed it. It's really good. I gave it four and a half stars. Oh, smooth. Like, it was really good. It was a solid film. And then the next day, we watched Ben-Hur. Mm-hmm. Really fucking long. <laughs> okay. Three and a half hours. Any good? Doesn't need to be that long. Um, It's all right. It's average. I mean, it feels like it doesn't need to be that long. And then, like, they don't... It delves into Christianity, even though it doesn't need to delve into religious aspects of shit. Because it doesn't have anything to do with religious, for the most part. Okay. Because Ben-Hur is a guy who basically... um. Drops a slat off his roof onto the mayor and gets like arrested, but it's an accident. Like he, he like, the tile just slips when he puts his hand on it. Mm-hmm. Gets put in like slavery, gets released from slavery to be a chariot driver. Finds out his mom and sister have died, and then wow. he goes and runs a chariot race to kill the dude that imprisoned him and his family, and then Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> and then Jesus. He shows up early in the film. You can see the back of him, and I was like, okay, wait, whatever. Jesus is in the film. Yeah. Like a physical person thing of Jesus yeah. in the film. But why? Because the movie takes place during his cruci- during the time frame of his crucifixion. Ew. So the ending of the film is him getting crucified. And I was like, why? Why does this? Why did Bruh. you need to bring Jesus into this? It has no reason to have Jesus into this. Yeah. Like it was a solid that. film up until that. And I was like, all right, whatever. You're trying to shoehorn religion. It's the 50s. Who cares? You know, fuck it. <laughs> all right. All right. And that movie, it was just average. I, I wasn't impressed. I was like, eh, it's all right. But yeah, yeah, I probably... It's so yeah. fucking long. Skip that. And then we... uh, I think we only watched three, actually. I can't remember. So apartment... No, no, no. We watched one about a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we watched, we watched the one about Jesus. We watched the one about the romance and then pedophile. Okay, well, I'm not, okay, so I'm not saying it's about a pedophile. It's not like, supposed to be about pedophilia, but like, it is fucking about pedophilia. I gave this movie half a star. Chuck me with that dead cat. <laughs> oh, no. It's a movie called Gigi. And the first... It's a musical. The G-G. first fucking song in this movie is talking about how beautiful little girls are. 
and how they blossom into womanhood by an old man. An old man sings a song. <laughs> GG. And then, oh, and then also okay. everyone's supposed to be French, but like they're all fucking Americans. They're all Americans. Well, like we, I think we, there's a couple British people, but they're fucking all white. Well, I mean, French people are white, but they're all fucking English people. And they're just talking. They're like, yeah, you know. How dare they make us learn English when they can't speak French? I'm like, you guys are fucking speaking English right now. Like, you fucking hypocrites. Like, shut the fuck up. Okay, so anyway. And when you bring the champagne, it's a romance. Put the ring in it. It's a romance. Um, we had to look up some things. The guy in the book that this movie is based on is 33 years old. You want to take a guess at how old Gigi is supposed to be? 17. 15. Oh, so close. So close. 15 years old, and he takes her... First off, he he like gets drunk with her. Why didn't Which, they hire? I mean, why didn't they hire Tom Holland for this movie? Because he wasn't born. I I, I know. <laughs> I was just making a joke. Okay, and here's like here's another shitty thing: is he um he takes her and he was like sings a whole fucking song about how immature and childish she is, and I was like, well, she's a fucking child, so that fucking makes sense, doesn't You're a it? Fucking child? Yeah, I'm a fucking child about it. You're a fucking child. Yeah, I'm a fucking and child. And the end of the movie You're is like. Immature? It's like they, they they get together and it's supposed to be like oh happy and it was like this is a movie straight up like the most cringiest fucking pedophile sounding bullshit I've ever seen in a Best Picture winner. No thanks. Yeah, no, it was like, thanks. I gave it half star because I was like, first of all, we were laughing through the whole thing because like the things they were saying, I was like, bruh, they could not get away with this shit today. That's like a lot of movies though. I was like, this one Best Picture. Try Blazing fuck? Saddles. No, see, Blazing Saddles is okay. This one's. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you couldn't get away. You with couldn't make that movie today, no, no. And then, uh, yeah, so that was a half star. I hated it. The movie was boring. I didn't. Like, it was boring. It was pedophile. I don't think it's supposed to be, but that's what I took away from it in a modern context. But like, I, I don't like it. That's another thing that's weird. And I always mention about movies. Just like it's hard to watch movies that are older now and give it the same. You're you're really good at this, and I'm not. <laughs> I couldn't do it with Gigi. I was like, the minute I looked, I was like. How old is Gigi supposed to be? And then it was like 15. I was like, the fuck? How old is he supposed to be? 33. I was like, the fuck? Because you look at things like it's like a, you like you mentioned to me, you look at things like it's in a time capsule. Yeah. Like I look I look at old films as if like if I was there watching that in that time, how would I view it? Right. I don't think I would have liked Gigi if I watched it in that time. I just know that like <laughs> I'm very, I don't know why I'm bad at that, but I just bad at trying to view movies as if I was then. I, for the most part, if like I just watch a movie and if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. And <laughs> I've seen this before. Yeah, it was the first one to do it. I don't care. I've seen it before. <laughs> okay, so I did watch another movie. This is the last one. Right. I loved this movie, which is surprising because it's a musical. What movie is it? West Side Story. <gasps> I want to see this because I want to watch the new one. Or I okay. want to see this before I watch the new so, one. So, this movie's solid. There's a little bit of bad things. Okay, so first off, there's supposed to be this Filipino gang called the Sharks. Filipino gang called the Sharks. Not Filipino. That's women. This is men. Filipino gang called the Sharks, and then another gang of white men, boys, Ew. called the Jets, and they're gay, like having gang war, basically. Ew. First off, the first 10 minutes is literally just them going, Snap. snapping around Snap. the fucking like, block, and I was like, all right, whatever, like, fuck it, it's a musical, who cares? Um, I think that's when Ch- I think that's when Skyler checked out, because <laughs> he and Jada he made fun of this movie. around to watch Cats, but not No, no, he stayed, he stayed, story. he just did not take it seriously. Um, Jada checked out too. She was making fun of it the whole time. Um, I really liked it. The only problem I had was the Filipino people were white. <laughs> what? Hold up. Hold the f- hold the phone. You saying that they've casted fil- white people for the play Filipino roles? Yep. Ooh, that's bad. Nowadays, yes, but I guess it was socially acceptable in 1961. Well, yes, but that's bad. 
but yeah, so I was that's the one thing I really had to take away from it. I won't spoil anything else, anything that happens because it is a really good film. I really liked it. Some of the songs are really good. They're catchy. Um, I'm really excited to see the Steven Spielberg remake though because like they aren't whitewashing the Filipino gang. Good, <laughs> well, fucking good. And I'm interested. I'm I'm interested in that because it just sounds like I really like this. So I'm interested to see what the actual like remake is. Yeah, I'll be interested to see that. I was too. really mad though because Jada and Skylar were making fun of it and making fun of people because there was like one scene where like the main character Tony was like yelling "Chino, Chino," and they were like "Chino." I was like, "Shut the fuck up! I'm trying to enjoy the movie. Like, I'm enjoying this. Like, why?" Same. <laughs> like, fuck off! Like, it's a really good, and they're like, "It's stupid." I was like, "No, it's a good love story. I like it. I don't know. Like, I, I just I'm enjoying this. I don't have a reason for it. I just like it." Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll, actually, I'll, I definitely should watch this. And I kind of, we were going to watch Lawrence of Arabia, but I kind of got mad because they were making fun of it. So I was like, get the fuck out. I'm, done. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia is a long movie too, isn't it? Three hours. Yeah. But right. it was only like eight. <laughs> so we could have watched it. Oh. But I was like, get the fuck out. I'm done. I'm going to bed. I'm done. You guys are mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I would have sat there and be like, mm, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it was just like making me, it was just making me mad because the whole reason they didn't like it is because it was a musical. And I was like, Musicals are good. I don't know what the problem I give is. Me, I give musical shit, but the real the fact is that it, they can be good. It just depends on. I how will give you, you some through. of the fucking songs. and musicals suck, but the stories sometimes are so good. Yeah, Disney does it really well with animated stuff. Like the, I don't remember the really half their shit except for movies I liked. Well, have you seen Frozen? Oh well, no, but I'm saying like Pixar, like the, the Disney movies where all of them are like they're just all the music that comes from it. It's like they're those are technically musicals. Yeah, right. Disney basically did all musicals in the nineteen like forties yeah. to the nineteen now. <laughs> so I mean, like, but you don't even notice it because it just it feels so natural in those ones. But you can do more with man- animated than you can do with live action. So it's meh. Um. Okay. So that was all the ones that Oscar movies that we watched there. So um. That way we don't freeze later. <laughs> I'm frozen. Ew. 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 The way I said that, I mean, I, I've never heard my voice that before. Ew. Ew. I was like keeping track of the time because I was like, it's going to hit 30 minutes. It's going to hit like 40 minutes. And it's going to freeze, but yeah, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah, stop it. Hold up. No, you're good. Well, I can cut it out. You sure? Yeah, it's fine. Because okay. I'll find where it starts and then I'll just go to where it ends and just be like, cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then we have a straight thing and then the only thing that's going to be fucked up is the video. That's fine. All right. With that down, let's move on to our weekly movie watches. Um, so we watched a few movies in theater, and uh, we were going to talk about those today. Um, I'm not going to do any spoilers for these, um, just because <laughs> I want to talk about these. Uh, I, you know, if you haven't seen them yet, and, and uh, kind of get you out to the theater, because those are um, it's it's fun. It's fun going to the theater. Um, News of the world. Tom Hanks film. What do you think? I gave this a higher rating than you. I really liked it. I well, did. I gave it three it, and a half. Yeah, you gave it three and a half. I gave it four. <laughs> Not much. Which I mean, by a half a star is more like personal preference than anything else. Yeah. But um, no, I really, I really thought this was a solid film. Tom Hanks definitely stole the whole movie for me. Um, no, this film would be crap without Tom Hanks. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, the kid actress, I was like, whatever. You know, she's she's it's there. Whatever. She's there. Yeah, she wasn't bad. Okay, but there was like a lot of scenes that I was like, this is really solid, and I liked the pacing of it. Yeah. Like um. Shootout scene won't mention what, like what's happening in that, but the shootout yeah. scene is fucking so goddamn tense and so good. It is actually, yeah. <laughs> like, but in, uh, in it's ca- capped off, and it's really because of Tom Hanks at his acting. I swear, the whole film from beginning to end, it, it it's like the most boring story you ever listen. Yeah, you're to. like, 
This is literally just the guys, just people in a wagon traveling from one place to another. But he like carries this film so good. Like exactly, this whole film is just him. Like, and it, without it, it would just be very mundane. It, it would. Was, like if they cast anybody else other than Tom Hanks, I don't think this movie would have worked as well as it did. Exactly. Um, Except for maybe Jamie Fox. I think Jamie Fox could have done it. The time period wouldn't have fit, but I think he could have done it. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it just takes the he actor. Has that, he has that like. I'm thinking of Django. Where he? I've never seen that. Okay, well, he he plays Django in that movie, Django and Change. You know, oh, yeah, I know. Well, I know that. Okay, so like, I'm thinking of him as like that kind of performance being in this. I think he would have done pretty good. But no, like, I think I think they cast Tom Hanks right. I think he was definitely yeah. the choice the choice to do. It also felt okay. I also want to mention this. It felt a little bit like racist, almost. I mean, just that's the, the time it, period. No, that's why no, I think no, Jamie no. Foxx would do so good. I get that. <laughs> I just mean with with like the kid being like German Indian. I mean that's that's how it is though, and then also like no well, not that specific part of it but then also it just seemed like he's rest like I don't know it just felt a little weird off, off to me on that part. Nice guess. I mean I was really into it. I really liked it. I left it like smiling and I was like yeah that's a fun fucking watch. I'm so happy I watched that. Oh uh, yeah, my review was like can Tom Hanks be my daddy? Yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was so. I thought it was so solid. I was really I was really impressed with the movie, especially because everyone online was giving it such praise. Cause people were like saying they wanted it to be nominated for best picture. No. I think it could be considering the movies that came out for the last year. Oh, you said nominated. Okay, sure. It's not going to win, but I think I think it can be nominated. I at I, least I, Tom I, Hanks might be nominated for best actor. I'll have to. Okay, that's fair. I'd have to take another look at like the movies once we get closer to really Me get too, a solid like, thing. But oh, I'm not oh, sure. Oh, oh, March. Oh yeah, we're close. Uh-huh. March, I mean, March is when they March is when they get announced. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, I'll be excited. April is when the Oscars are. I'm so fucking excited. I'm so excited too. <laughs> um. So we watched News of the World, which was good, and then um, which this one was even better. This one I, was amazing. I thought it was way better than I thought. Mm, promising oh. young woman. Holy fuck! Promising <laughs> young woman. Okay, so this film, um, okay, it, it's it's in the trailers. It shows you like a thriller with a lady that's going to I don't know. She's going to these people's houses and pretending she's drunk, and that's really and she's not drunk in these guys houses that take her home pretending to be nice guys yeah i was thinking it was gonna be like a revenge movie you know like she's just she's killing people like she's a slasher I thought so or something too. it was but so much better i will than say that. i forgot about this trailer before we watched it right so then i was like sitting there i was thinking it was gonna be some chick flick i was like fuck all right mitchell i guess we'll go watch promising young woman that sounds so fucking entertaining whoa <laughs> and then we were like in there and it started off and like it showed her like slumped over on the like couch and i was like oh fuck i remember this yep i remember this trailer oh shit <laughs> Yeah, it went from, exactly. You went from like, okay, to, oh shit, in two seconds. I was like, oh, oh, I've seen this trailer. Oh. I told him you've seen it, but you're like, I don't remember it. No, I didn't. And it was like, oh shit, I know what's happening. Oh, oh, oh. And can I just say, not spoiling anything about that, but the fucking ending is so fucking good. Balls. The balls, like. on the, not any <laughs> balls, but just like the, the intestinal fortitude of the directors, the writers, the cast, everything for that ending. I would just say, just I mean, you might not like the ending. I'll just tell you that. I will say that I was a little bit, I was a little jarred. I was like, is it doing what I however, think it's about to do? However, <laughs> I feel like this is one that you like. I feel like out of all the movies this year, I would recommend watching this one probably. Oh, this one's this one was is the best new movie I've seen this year. Yeah, I mean it's only one like twenty days, but <laughs> um, just because of the. By the way, that actress, yeah. like she did so she good. Did. I don't even know who she is, but she I did so good. Exactly. Uh, Christopher Miss Plotz is in it, and I thought he looked 
ugly Bo as Bur- fuck. Bo, Bur- Burnham. Bo Burnham? Oh, holy shit, dude. The acting on that motherfucker. Yeah, I was like, I don't know who Who would have thought a stand-up comedian could fucking act like that? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. He's I solid. mean, okay, well, you got Kevin Smith and all that, but like... Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. All Kevin Smith Kevins. does comedian, too. No. <laughs> oh, true. No, it was like Kevin Smith, Kevin Hart, Kevin Spacey, Kevin James. And everyone Kevin. with Kevin is just famous. Uh, I was Kevin named Feige. wrong. <laughs> We're going to rename ourselves Kevin now. But the no, Kevin like, and Kevin show. Like... I, I I okay so let me let me do some in, like I you know who did you know who Bill Burnham was before this okay I did I have reasons my older my oldest sister when I was like fuck how old was I nine eight mm-hmm. young I was young she had bought Bo Burnham's first album because he does musical shit okay like he stand up but with music kind of thing okay okay so I shouldn't have been listening to these songs I'll I'll, listen, I'll, I'll make you listen to one after the after the show okay because he's funny. A little crude, but he's funny. And then when I saw him in this movie, I was like, who would have thought he could fucking act, too? He's solid. Did you know he directed a movie, though? What movie? It's called Eighth Grade. And it's about a girl in eighth grade. But it actually got really good ratings. Wow. Okay. I mean, that'd be, it'd be interesting. I don't own that movie, but I know he did it, and I want to watch it. Because apparently, like, he was trying to get people to use um, Facebook for bullying. Because it's, you know, they girl in eighth grade. That's what people do. And the girls on set were all like, yo, man, we use Snapchat. <laughs> You're not with the times, bro. You're not with the times, bro. Because <laughs> he was like, yeah, you know, this scene, your character's going to go bully these people on Facebook. And they're like, we don't use Facebook for bullying. And they're like. Well, did what, he change what? it, though? Yeah. He okay, put Snapchat good, good, in. Good, good, Like, he listened to the eighth grade actors well, because good. he was like, well, shit, yeah, you probably know this better than I do. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. I like that, actually. But, yeah, no, he's like, I, I didn't know he could act. Like, holy fuck, dude. Like, I'm not saying he's the best actor. He's not going in for any awards. He's not going in for like history as for this performance, but he wasn't bad, right? He was he, he like he did a solid male love interest performance, mm-hmm. like I, I was pleasantly surprised. Respect <laughs> the whole exactly. movie. I was like, holy shit! And just for people like if you're on the fence about watching this movie, I give it four and a half stars. Mitchell gave it. Or I give it four. You gave it four and a half. Yes, you did. You did. You did. I know. Sure, you I gave, forgot, it, but you yeah. gave it higher than I did because I was at four, and you were like that ending four and a half, and I was like, all right, yeah, respect. Like, I'll tell you that this is what, okay. I'm gonna, well, actually, no, I'm not gonna. Well, yeah, I'll say this during the movie. During the movie, it was probably a good three and a half star film until the ending. There's at a certain there's point, a twist. There's, there's a twist. yeah, the, the twist exactly. Dude, my mouth was on the floor. I as soon as that twist, happened, twist happened, I was like, oh fuck! I was genuinely shocked, and it immediately went back down to a half star. <laughs> It went down to a half star just like that, and then somehow they pulled the rabbit out of their uh, hat and just turned it around in a way that I was not expecting, and boosted it back up to four and a half. Like, oh yeah, that does not happen in movies for me. No, dude, that movie is solid. I was surprised. I was seeing all the praise it got on Letterboxd, and I was like, but why? It's it's a wonderful film. So, and then uh, also Doc Ox in it. So I mean, there you go. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Um, you were um, you're like Ray Molino, or what is that his name? Ray Molino. Molina. Molina? Ray Molina? Molina? Something like that. You know Doc Ock for Spider-Man 2? The guy who's going to be in the new Spider-Man movie? Yeah. Yeah. He, we saw him and Mitchell was like, oh, Doc Ock! Alfred, and I was Alfred like, Molina. Alfred Molina. I knew it was Molina. Or at least we had his last name. I can, like, who gives a shit about his first name? First my, names are easy. My brain just... It's like a Chris, Kevin, or something. You know, fuck it. We got the last name. We just saw it. <laughs> Alfred, bring me the Molina. But no, yeah. like the I, Bat Molina. That, that was solid. That was it a was. solid movie. I was really impressed. Speaking of solid movies... 
I haven't seen this one, one yet, so here oh, we go. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I no, it's all right. It's all right. I'm good. I've, I've accepted spoilers for this. It's my fault. I had plenty of time. I'm on vacation. I should have watched it. Like, I accept full responsibility for what's about to happen. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, here, you're hyping yourself up because you're just like, I, <laughs> One Night in Miami. That's what we watched. I watched One Night in Miami. Uh, this released on Amazon Prime on Thursday, last Thursday, and also um, in theaters for like a week. It yeah, I was supposed release. to see it in theaters. This is why I didn't watch it. I was supposed to see it in theaters on Saturday. And then my wife, like, she works overnight. So we just, I was like, go to sleep. It's all right. We'll watch right. it on Amazon Prime. And then we just haven't gotten around to it because I've been busy watching other movies. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm just going to mention this. It's a powerful film. Um, very thought provoking. Very. Um, it's, it's it takes place in just basically one setting, kind of like what we what Ma Rainey's Black Bottom did for the most part. Um, and I gave it four and a half stars out of five. Solid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of what I thought because a lot of people are giving it four to four and a half. How did one person give it a three? But she gives a lot of good movies three stars, so I think she just sucks at rating movies. <laughs> she sucks at <laughs> that. She's just... <laughs> See, and that's that's one of the things about movie ratings, and not to get on too much of a tangent about movie ratings, but like, it doesn't mean anything, like, from person to person sometimes, because you're like, what does what does yours your four look like to somebody else's four, or you know, because like, maybe maybe you give it a you give um movies like fives all night. You're not saying you specifically do this, but I'm just saying maybe you give movies five all the times because Blade, <laughs> Blade. <laughs> Because um, let's just yeah, you give fives more often than some other person. Well, why do you give fives more often than this person does? What you know exactly? And it's it's more subjective. However, um, I feel like if you're more okay, so this is just me. I have maybe eighteen hundred movies logged on Letterbox, right? All rated. I have forty five star reviews. Because I feel like if a movie gets a five star review, it has to be a movie that I like either a made me cry. Sure. And not saying it's gonna be five stars. You made me cry. But you're pretty fucking close to like a high rating if you make me cry because it's like very rare. Pixar does it a lot. That's why there's a lot of Pixar five star ratings. So I don't know if that means shit. But like, mm-hmm. if you got Pixar, I'd probably have like 20. <laughs> but if it makes me cry, I'm like, all right, yeah, solid film. Four, five, you know, because I'm, I'm emotionally vested, right? Like, you, you managed to get me emotionally into these characters. Yeah. Like, you did a solid fucking job. Or if it's just a mind fuck movie, like The Fly, would I cry? No. But was I impressed? Yeah. <laughs> See, my things, and my, I give fives very sparingly. Very sparingly. Hey, do you nine, motherfucker. <laughs> Actually, I can check. I'll, I'll see. I think it's like 13. I think I even gave one that doesn't even deserve it, to be honest with you. Um, but, <laughs> I gave her one, her five stars oh, yeah. in the first 10 Trust minutes of us watching it, and I have not changed it just because I'm like, I said I'd do it. I think that's hilarious. I think I would give a three and a half probably, but God damn it, that fucking tripped me with the dead cat. Five star movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, something like those words, like a joke or whatever. But, but for me, five stars are something that doesn't touch like that actually touches me in a way that i like other films just don't like don't reach that point um and usually those films are like are like a four and a half for me and then i'll have to, i'll watch them again then it bumps up to a five whiplash yeah exactly like whiplash um and, and or it, it also mentioned a lot of the times 23 i have 23 five star movies 23 they're probably all the 23 you have 12 four and a half but you have 23 fives wow i feel like <laughs> I got. I, I'm not curious now because I feel like I just should put my foot in my mouth. Oh, that's so funny. Let's see. Let's see. We're all, we're just over here like, what is Mitchell's ratings on Letterbox? Stats. Spider Verse, Infinity War, Whiplash, Endgame, Little Women. That's a solid film. I think I think I give that four and a half. Civil War, Toy Story, solid. Incredibles, me too. 
Oh, did I just give 2020? Oh, I think it's just the films that like I just I haven't watched recently, but I just gave. A lot of them seem to be films that you just like remember fondly from your childhood. Well, I know Incredibles. That's five stars. Don't we don't, we don't, don't get me wrong on that. Um, All three rush hours. Let's see, short by. Oh well, I mean, cat in the hand, cat with hands doesn't count, so you only have twenty-two. <laughs> okay, here we go. Sorry about that. Five stars. Okay, cat. Oh right, the cat with the hands. I don't count. Yeah, that's that just... doesn't count. That's a that's a four-minute video. <laughs> Words in the bathroom walls. I, I think I was swept up. That was the first time we went back to in, in theaters for a while. So I think I got swept up. We swept up, and we were both depressed, and we both were just like sitting there like this is not the right movie to watch. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> um, Spider-Man. Oh well, we got all the Spider-Man films. Sp- Spider-Man's just solid. We love Spider-Man. Where we the fuck Spider-Man two and Spider-Man one. Anyways, that should be on there. Uh, Mulan, of course, that's just that's always on there. A Bug's Live, yes. Grinch, Soul Christmas. Let's be, let's be let's be clear. Not last year's Mulan. Oh no, fuck that. <laughs> no, that's like half star, honestly. Um, Kick-Ass. Yep. Yeah, Remember the Titans? Hacks over. Yeah, just that's all my favorite movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I give a lot of my five stars, but I've also seen a lot more. So. Yeah, you also, I'm really rough because I feel like most, a lot of my five stars are probably going to be like silent films. Also, I saw Men in Black on there, and I think I gave Men in Black five stars when I originally watched it, but then like we watched, watched it. it. Yeah. No, I um, I, I think a lot of my five stars are probably older films because I'm like, this movie was made in 1927. Well, of course it's gonna be five stars. It's a fucking silent film, like <laughs> exactly. But that's that's another here or there. But uh, so Miami was good though. One night Miami was good. I'm looking forward to you watching that, and we can talk about it. Um, we'll try to watch it tomorrow. And did you want to talk about um, Criterion Critique? All right, um, Criterion Critique episode number one is out. It's not my favorite thing. I'm very sad about it, but it's out. I, I published it. We're, I did something. <laughs> so what is um, Criterion Critique? Then? Criterion Critique is the show where I go through at least once a week or try to do it once a week. Sometimes, like right now, I'm kind of behind, but I'm tired. So, <laughs> but, um, Criterion Critique is the show where I go through every new Criterion Criterion Collection release and, re- and tell you if I think it was good and my thoughts on it. Uh, I have episode one, which is the Louis Bonnell box set, and you know, it's there. It's four minutes long. It's there. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> uh, second one, Mining the Gap. I haven't filmed yet because I've been lazy. Not, not but even, not even gonna front. What's your excited about that though? <laughs> I love that. I gave it five stars. Sweet. So I'm I love, yeah, my, I love Mining the Gap. Uh, this next week's episode is supposed to be Rolling Thunder review. My copy got damaged in mail, so I, oh, ha- yeah. I don't have that. <laughs> it won't be here till Friday. Well, Friday. today. So we'll be here today. Yay, today. I was like, last time I checked, it was Friday. And now I'm sad because it was supposed to be here Tuesday, but he came in all fucking squished and bent and fucked up, and I was really sad. That is a little messed up. Actually, I think I cried. I'm not even going to lie. I think I... think Because I, I was already I was already upset. I'm just laughing because like, that was your breaking point. Just your shit's like, fuck. Like, <laughs> fuck! Okay, okay, so here's exactly what happened. I came home. The package was in front of the door. I was like, yeah! Criterion Collection's new release. I'm so hyped. And I picked it up, and I opened it. I was like, yeah, it looks so beautiful. I love this. It's in a digi-pack. It looks beautiful. And I looked at the corners, and they're all fucked up. The pack that slips out of the slipcover yeah. is bent. And I was like... Ugh. I was like, looked at my wife and I was like, they fucked up my thing. <laughs> Which I will say, this is the second time in three weeks that Amazon has fucked my shit up with Criterion and I'm so fucking God mad. damn you, Jeff Bezos. Get your shit together. The Louis Brunel box that showed up without a box and just this packing, st- yeah. packing sticker stuck on top of the plastic just wrap. Sticker on it. Mind of the Gap came in perfect. Like I was like, all right, cool. And then this one came in damaged. I was like, come on, fucking Not man! Again. Like I just want, I just want my movies. <laughs> yeah, I, want. I just want my movies. I exactly, I feel that way too. It makes me really sad. Oh yeah, and then I, I ordered Christ Stopped at a Bully, which is a movie that came out last year in the collection. Yeah, they just lost it. What they lost it? Yeah, that's what it says on the app. It just says package lost. Oh, get a what? get a replacement. And I was like, all right. <laughs> 
What? How does that even work? I don't know. But Where'd it, it go? It was supposed to be here like supposed to be here like three days ago, but it's not. Like yeah, I don't know. We, I, we like, lost it, was it like, dude. I don't it know. It was supposed to show up with a bunch of my other releases that came in, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going. And it was like not there, and I was like the fuck all right cool whatever and it was like it would be up here in the next two days i was like all right you know benefit of the doubt right like fuck it no and now just this package lost and i'm like how Somebody the fuck do you lose a package like who the fuck wants that <laughs> i don't know man that's weird i don't even know what's about like i don't like why do you want this what's so great you have to open it to find out what's in oh, it no. like right yeah that's weird and then i'm like all right cool so i have a replacement coming and it makes that that, that was last that was part of the tipping point and then i came in the next day and like my fucking literally thunder review was damaged and i was like come on amazon fuck <laughs> yeah i feel that you have one fucking job to drop off my shit <laughs> one fucking job i will say though i found out the rolling thunder review is on is a netflix film <laughs> so i totally can watch it but i'm just being like it's not the criterion release it's so it doesn't copy. fucking count exactly <laughs> Criterion could do something else. I don't know what's on that. I don't know what's there. I mean, I, I still have the copy that came in, but I had to return it. But I'm like, I don't know just what the fuck came into this release. Like, I just want to be, I just want to watch the fucking movie, but I don't want to watch it on Netflix. I want to watch the Criterion release. Yeah, That's why I buy them. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. But why would I buy fucking Marriage Story and The Irishman if I could just watch it? Like, I know I can watch it for free. I want the fucking Criterion. I want my quality piece of art. That's what I want. Pay over $30 a goddamn release. I want my shit. I agree. You definitely should. Sorry, a little ranty. I'm really pissed off about this. Yeah, it's like, fuck Amazon. Ever since I'm January fucked. hit, all my fucking releases from Criterion have been fucked up except for Mind of the Gap. And I'm just like, it's but not why? that fucking hard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was like a tension hard. Hand. I'm sorry. No, it shouldn't be that hard. I mean, they should just be able to, it should, I mean, How hard is it just to put in a thing and ship it that it's not that how hard? How do you break a fucking digipack? Dude, that's cardboard. You, okay, my question. How do you lose a How film? do you lose a whole fucking release? <laughs> Oops. And it's just gone. <laughs> And they're not, there's nothing, it's just like, yeah, if it shows up, you know, whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean if it shows, if it shows up? like up, whatever. It's, it's delivered by Amazon. What the fuck? Yeah, usually they're pretty good about <laughs> How do you that. you fuck up your own delivery? Like, if it's through USPS, I get it. Like, post service sometimes slow. Well, fucked up. All right, cool. You know, if it's through FedEx, like, maybe, you know, I'll give you the benefit. Your own fucking service? Like, you're the ones that deliver this. <laughs> yeah, they're bad. Like, why? I just want to watch the movie. Jeff Bezos is making too much money up there, man. He's like, fuck it. We don't care anymore. We just send him releases. a new one. I don't know. If he gets another one, oh well. <laughs> if Give I get another one, I'm not returning it. I'm gonna be like, well, no. this is mine. Like you guys, you guys fucking lost it. <laughs> you lost it into my hands. <laughs> well, with that down, let's move on to our film verse feature. Each week, we pick a movie that the other person wants the other person to see. However, that works. Whoever gets the week, and uh, Bryce so astutely chose the Kevin Smith film Clerks. Clerks. And we also, to follow that up, we also watch Mallrats because fuck it. They're short. They're short, exactly. Um, yeah, no, honestly, great movie. Why um, is it doing this? <laughs> honestly, I out how to fix it now. That's true. Too. <laughs> honestly, great movies. Um, I liked... That's interesting. Um, what? Nothing. I was, uh, so, I liked both of them. Um, Malarazzo was just a little hair better than Clerks. Um, I actually, gave, gave him the same score. I don't know if you noticed that, but I gave him the same score. But I, I just put uh, Mallrats just a hair above above it. I will I will say that Clerks is impressive for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. You, I, Clerk Clerks is like Leatherface, or like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where if you know the behind the scenes stuff, it like elevates just the hair. Just a ton of it. Yeah. Bit. You're like, all right. Well, how old was Kevin Smith? Twenty four. Like. 24-year-old man move, made movie on his own time, maxing out four credit cards. GG, you did fucking good, GG. man. <laughs> and not GG. Not pedophilia. No, we don't, we don't support pedophilia here. <laughs> <laughs>
This is a family-friendly show. GG. It's a fucking family-friendly... Oh, wait, wait, sorry. Um, <laughs> family-friendly Felix. Um, oh, in 2019, Clerks was selected for preservation in the National Film Society. <gasps> Yay! That's cool. I didn't know that. So, fun story. Um, from Mallrats, there's a quick scene where Michael Rooker shows his butt. <laughs> and uh, I went to Comic-Con one time, and we went up to meet Michael Rooker. And that's what my friend, she said to him. She's like, I like your butt and mall rats and he was like thank you i have a nice butt <laughs> i think he said something like that i don't remember so take a guess on how how big clerk's budget was mm. wait do me a favor and look up how much the budget was for invisible woman or invisible man sorry oh god that's uh you asked me to do some work here i needed a reference so i can make an accurate guess I'm sure it's like two million that's what i thought too Invisible Man... 2019... Or 2020. 2020. <laughs> I thought it came out in 2019 because nothing came out last year. Right. <laughs> yeah, nothing came out. 107 million. Box office. Um, and that was a, with a company, actually. So... $5,000. You gave him more credit than you think. Really? That's solid, dude. That he made yeah. that for less than 5000 No, 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 oh. no. $27,575. I guess the, I, I guess I'm being dumb. I don't know. How the equipment. fuck did Kevin Smith get four credit cards paying over $25,000? Well, At I mean... At 24 years old? Yeah, that's that's actually impressive on its own, right? <laughs> like, um, okay, so let, let, me, let me go through this. The film was shot in black and white and roughly edited due to a very modest budget of $27,000. To acquire the funds for the film, Kevin Smith sold a large portion of his extensive comic book collection. Oh, yeah. Maxed out 8 to 10 credit cards, 8 to 10, with $2,000 limits. Jesus. Dipped into a portion of funds set aside for his college education and spent insurance money awarded for a car he lost in a flood. The film was shot in 21 days. Straight days, I should add. Straight. And uh, he voiced that, the char- he based the character Dante on himself. Well, yeah, I mean, it was pretty clear. And but, uh, the store that he filmed in was the store he worked at when he was making the film. That's why I said, that's why yeah, you told me that. He worked yeah, there. He, I was like, oh, it's just himself. You were like, <laughs> you're like, why doesn't he open the shade? And I was like, oh, yeah, because it's black and white, so he had to keep the shades closed. That way you wouldn't be able to tell it's nighttime when it's inside because yeah. he had to film at night. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, he had to, he was only allowed to film in the store at night while it was closed from 1030 to 530. Hence the point of the shutters, which is actually what it says. Aha, I knew shit. <laughs> um. Because Smith was working at Quick Stop during the day and shooting the film at night, he slept no more than one hour a day. Wow. By the end of the 21-day shoot, he was unable to stay awake. Just unable to sleep? Just unable to, sl- unable to stay awake. He was just oh. trying to sleep while some of the most climatic scenes were being shot. Wow. Because he was working, shooting, and only sleeping for an hour a day. Like, the dude has some fucking dedication for this shit. Yeah, man. I he mean, was it, like, well, hold up. If you're going to spend that much money, you better have fucking dedication, dude. I just give it... I, ju- I just give it fucking mad props for like this guy this guy's a comic book nerd like we all know Kevin Smith every single time a comic book movie comes out they always ask him like hey man what'd you think and we all, I'll be honest I, who, before I knew who Kevin Smith was I was like why the fuck are we asking him what fucking credentials does this man have to be like ass this he's shit he's wearing a hockey jersey they're like here's this like okay he's lost a lot of weight since then but like at the time it was like 2013 he was like an overweight comic book nerd yeah. wearing hockey jerseys backwards hats and I was like what the fuck kind of shit does he have to make him like being able to be like the authority figure on comic book authority. films, like Batman vs Superman came out, they're like, "You Kevin Smith said this." I was like, "Who the fuck cares?" <laughs> but, but now, now it's like, yeah, the dude, the dude has some mad fucking props. Yeah, no, I, I give him respect. I, I'll too, give honestly. him like, a little bit. He's the a little reason, cocky now. 
Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, he fucking made a movie at, night, at 24 years too. old with his own money, like. And then also went on to make other things, and oh yeah, yeah, the uh, the famous uh, Tusk movie, which is apparently not, it's supposed to be a horror movie, and everyone hates it because it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I his mean, daughter, like, how big of a comic book fan do you think he is? Mm-hmm. His daughter is named Harley Quinn. That's bad, dude. Okay, I'm, I mean, I just well. I mean, I also, this is another thing. I I'm just gonna bring this up. I love Kevin Smith's movies. Mm-hmm. I I absolutely love it. I think it's because I respect the man because of what he's been able to do. And Clerks is hilarious. I love Clerks. The whole plot is fucking hilarious to me. Yeah. But I hate it when celebrities, like filmmakers and shit, put their children in their movies because I'm like, bruh. <laughs> uh, was Will Smith and Jaden Smith? Will Smith did it with Jaden Smith. Kevin Smith does it with Harley Quinn Smith. Um, Jay, not JJ. Um, James Harley- Gunn did it with his nephew in Brightburn. Um, he also put his brother in the fucking movies. You see, the thing is, is like if they're not good actors, then it's like, eh, but yeah, yeah, you know, like some of them are good, but like Harley Quinn is not very good. She's not. <laughs> no, mm. she was in um, the Jane Silent Bob reboot that came out two last year, two years ago, twenty nineteen. Yeah, came out twenty nineteen. I keep thinking it's twenty twenty still. We're still, I'm still in transitioning phase. Same. Um, but yeah, she was she was a main character in that movie, and I I think she's part of the reason I didn't like that movie as much. Hmm. But, okay, so let's let's discuss Clerks. Enough about Kevin Smith. He's a very impressive man, but let's discuss Clerks. The movie follows Dante and Randall in their adventures as they manage a quick stop convenience store in a video rental store and get into hijinks and conversations about life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like 90% of the movie. They basically, there's a ton of vignettes in the film where they something a customer comes in and something happens, da, 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 I go to the next scene. Customer comes in and something happens, da, 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 I go to the next scene. But there are so many good scenes in there with them like going into deep subjects and one of the most iconic scenes I think in my opinion Jay and Son and Bob go in and Jay tells Dante like why are you trying to get with this girl Bro. when you have a girl that brings you dinner it was weird you- <laughs> because before that he was just talking about fucking women and blah 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 like getting pussy <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's just like smoking yo man beer, smoking beer. <laughs> she brought you lasagna bro and he's like what he's like she brought you lasagna that old bitch do that. Yeah, no. And then uh, Kevin Smith usually, like Silent Bob usually gets one line in each movie he's in. Yeah. Even in their big movies, like Jane and Silent Bob, he doesn't talk. It's the reason he's called Silent so, Bob. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he's just, he looks at him and he's like, you know, there's a million fine bitches in the world, but not every one of them is going to bring you lasagna. Right, exactly. <laughs> said, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is such a good meaning. But it's like, it's such a good message for this film, even though it's like, it's a stoner flick. Like, this is a hardcore stoner flick. Like, <laughs> Not in the sense of, like everything's about smoking weed, but this is like one of those films that people were getting high to and became a cult classic for that. Oh, okay, I, I don't. Yeah, I just like this film in general. I mean, it wasn't even just because of I, I you know, I didn't feel that this stoner in this way that like I felt with Friday. <laughs> no, I, this is one. This is one of those. I'm like, I could watch this and I enjoy it every single time. Exactly. It's just, there's some stuff I forget about, like uh, the <laughs> chewy gum salesman. <laughs> oh yeah, where it's like, funny. I, I called forget. that. I fucking called. You were that. like. Was he trying to push gum on people? And it's like, oh, you're a chewy gum stone. And you're like, I fucking knew it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it was it was funny. But I mean, there's they touch on things like uh, necrophilia, <laughs> um, getting called to work on your days off, which I'm I've done every day. Johnny, he's you know. like, I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dante. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have to worry about that anymore. But. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, it was a solid film. Now, of course, we had to watch Mallrats. I th- I thought Mitchell would enjoy Mallrats more. Like I said, I did. 
I know, but I, I'm just saying, like, that's the reason why we oh. watched it, is because uh. I thought you would enjoy it. I was like, it's going to have a lot more comic book shit in it, and a lot more nerd shit. Oh, uh, yeah, so. I, I, Stan Lee's cameo, it wasn't even a cameo, it was like an actual small part, and I brought it to your nap. I mean, I don't know if you saw me, but a little, I teared up a little bit. You were like, he's so cute. <laughs> he, bro, I don't even know. Like, just seeing Stan Lee and just, like, in good health, like, you know, and proper health and just being, and seeing him, you know, talking. With black and, hair and shit. You're yeah, like, talking damn. And, talking and acting, you know, giving some advice. It was just, it was very, it was, well, hit me in the feels. But uh, Mallrats follows the next day on the SVOSQ universe. So, like, if you remember, Clerks, they went to the funeral. You weren't, you were, you were busy with something at the time. But, yeah, they went to a funeral for this girl. Mallrash opens up with the guy learning that he is the reason the girl died <laughs> because he called her fat and she went to the swimming pool and did 700 laps and then passed out by a brain Aneurysm boom or shit. Or yeah, brain vessel popped in her head. She died. <laughs> I mean, but that's not his fault. <laughs> he, called her, he called her fat. On camera. <laughs> and then the, the, both guys get dunked by their girlfriends and go to the mall, as you know, teenagers in the 90s did. Because the one guy wanted to marry her and he was, he was upset that he was helping her dad. And then the other guy was just a lazy fuck. Yes, who doesn't deserve the girl he has. He doesn't even deserve her at the end either. I don't <laughs> no, know it's great. <laughs> but he got her anyways because that's um, the movie. Jane and Bob do more in this movie. They actually have more to do than just being outside being like, want to uh, buy some drugs? <laughs> the whole movie revolves around Jane and Bob. It's great. Together. It's great. And just wait. I, I'm going to say this right now. My next picks are going to be the universe. I'm not even going to hide it. Like We're just going no, yeah. to go through the VSQ universe on my picks and we're just going to get through it. Slowly but surely, because I like rewatching them, and I think the next one is going to be really good, but that's not my pick, so I don't get to say it yet. <laughs> that is okay. I'm excited but, about uh, watching that too. So, Mall Rats is a good film. It's funny. I like all the nerd shit in it. <laughs> like at the beginning, I was like, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Pretty sure. <laughs> you're like, Whammon. <laughs> it's a Whammon. And you're like, hey, look, X-Men. And I was like, Whammon still. <laughs> um, this movie has a lot more big name people that are big name now, but not big name back then such as uh ben affleck, ben affleck. dude <laughs> he, he said that was ben affleck and i was like no it wasn't he, he had to rewind it and i look very closely it's so hard to see him and like see him as ben affleck and then there's michael rooker who i think was acting at this point but he wasn't well known at this point correct so like uh, like he's there that's pretty cool um shiny head the guy the main character i forget his name but he is the voice of syndrome from the incredibles which i had to point out and you were like i don't see it <laughs> I mean, it's hard to hear because it's not like he's saying syndrome lines. I don't know. Yeah, I have not, to. It's not like he's trying to be like <laughs> syndrome. I'm, kind of, I'm just trying to quote um, it, but I was like, I can't. I can't do it with the amount of seriousness. <laughs> wow, I can't even think of any lines right now. What's the one with? Oh yeah, if we're all super, no one will be. But yeah, I thought that was really cool looking it up. Um, I don't know. I just, I really, I really enjoy the VSQ universe. I can't wait till I get to weird shit to show you, like Dogma. Too late. Fifteen years too late. Sorry, I'm just starting to remember what the line. But yeah, Dogma is going to be a fun one for you to watch. I think that's going to be one of those weird ones. You're going to be like, but why? But I'm excited to talk about it on the show about things on that movie. Sweet. Because I know shit about that movie that I think is funny because I was really into this universe. I still am. I'm excited because um, they're making a sequel to Mallrats. Sweet. Twilight of, on the Mallrats. I don't know why that's sweet. but It's kind of neat because you'll see like these characters aren't gone. Right. I mean, TS is like he's no longer in the movie. But like um, the main guy, I forget his name. He's coming. He's gonna, he'll be back in cameos. So like they're not they're not gone. The universe is still there. It's a very connected universe. But Twilight and the Mall Rats gonna be uh, I think it's gonna be about the falling out of the Mall Rats. Damn. Why? <laughs> Cannot record. Why? Why?
there's actually a sequel to this movie being called being made called Twilight of the Mall Rats, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited about because it's going to be following the main characters of this movie. Right. Ben Affleck wants a big role in it. Oh, yeah, because yeah, uh, he was supposed to. He had a cameo in Jane and the Bob reboot. Right. And he was like, "Yo, dude, if I if I don't get a big role, like my kids are gonna kill me." <laughs> my kids are gonna kill me if I don't get a big role. Oh my god, that's funny. But you know, yeah, Ben Affleck. This was his first movie. Like this, right. this is the movie that got him into acting. So like, Kevin Smith made Ben Affleck an actor. Like, I mean, he probably would have been an actor anyway. But this is where he got to start. So like, yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Um, I would definitely. Whatever. His hair, his hair in that. Did looks you see like so how sculpted. fake that fucking shit looked? It looks fake, <laughs> bro. It was weird. Nineties. Nineties. But um, there's also a sequel to Clerks being made called Clerks Three. Oh, because it's a Clerks Two. Yeah, the first two follow the same actors. It does. It follows Dante and uh, Clerks Two. Does yeah. And they're still they're still there. I mean, no. Okay. Something okay. something happens at the beginning. I won't spoil it. It could oh, be it could be Jane and Silent Bob's fault. <laughs> it could be. I love that. That's awesome. But and then Clerks Three with the, oh Clerks Two Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Ooh, I love yeah. And she'll probably be in Clerks Three too because she nothing really happens to her in Clerks Two that makes her not able to be. In fact, something big happens to make her that she should be. <laughs> Very interesting. I was actually in a Saturday. Yeah, you know, like the PSQ universe still going strong, still still working, Sweet. and I'm just excited for Kevin Smith's shit. I I do think at this point in his life is 2021. He has been playing giant say, giant or not Jay. He hasn't been playing Jay. He's been playing Silent Bob since 1994. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that's a long time. He is getting so old to be doing the shit that Silent Bob is doing. I mean, fuck it. It works in 1994 because you know he's you know he fits that. But now like when you want like when we get to Jay and Silent Bob reboot, the wrinkles and shit you see on him, you're like, bro, you are way too fucking old to be doing this. Like Jay literally looks like a six year old man. Like he he is aged so bad. I don't know. I think and he's still it's, it's being like Scooby, Scooby. I, I think it's kind of funny that they just keep it keep the act going even though they're old aging. Because it's like maybe it's like it's timeless. They're at how how they are. Oh, yeah, I will say the Giant Silent Bob reboot actually connects to uh, Clerks. An age old question gets answered. Wow. Oh, but so that, that's way down the line. That's like six, five movies. Yeah, five quite, movies quite a few movies down the line. We'll definitely get to two those. and a half months for Bryce. <laughs> wow. Um, or one night and we just binge all of them probably. <laughs> um, so next time. It, <laughs> Next week on a film verse feature and into the film verse, um, I chose a movie that we're probably not going to be that excited about, um, but I just saw that you haven't watched it yet, and it was the first thing that I sort of wanted to watch. So, um, we get to watch Warcraft. I was getting hit on by a girl when this movie came out, and she was like bragging about how great this movie was. So I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I I haven't heard great things, um, but I, I it was one she that was I pretty, skipped. She was pretty hot, so like this is why how I am. But I it, will say it was kind of weird though, because she was like nineteen and I was like seventeen at the time, mm-hmm. and I was like kind of weird. Not how, but like she was hot. <laughs> yeah, it happened. Thank God, I probably would have been like jail, but <laughs> I wouldn't have been. She probably would have been, but <laughs> GG. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is one that I passed on when it came out in theaters and i just haven't gotten around to watching it so i you haven't watched it yet so no i bought it go. simply because it was like five bucks and i was like mm-hmm. the hot girl said this was a pretty good movie <laughs> this hot girl said this is good i'm gonna buy it and never watch it until mitch says it on the into the film rush podcast which i didn't even know i was making it so. <laughs> it's okay we, we it's your it's about time you have a bad movie watch this be like a fucking four and a half star movie or something no for us. hell no <laughs> I can already tell you that's not going to be, but... <laughs> I was, like, trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. I was like, it, it can't be as bad as Old Joy was. 
Oh Joy was so bad we watched a whole other movie just to make up for the fact it was so bad. <laughs> that we did too, actually. Which you can listen to in a fr- in an old podcast on the episode. You can. It should be in there like somewhere. Episode like five or something. Yeah, exactly. It's back there a while. Well, thank you for joining us as we talked uh, spoilers for MCU's WandaVision, discuss the most recent movie news and news of the world. Wow, movie releases, sorry. One night in Miami and promising young woman. And as we dive deep into the villainverse to blab about Clarks and Mallrats. New episodes come out every Friday, so be sure to follow us and turn on notifications to get updates every time we post. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Remember to check out Criterion Critique. We'll be reviewing the latest releases from the Criterion Collection. Yay. And if you want to keep up with activities... <laughs> We're a mess like, right now. <laughs> I know. I, I'm like, I forgot my water. I'm like four hours of sleep. I'm like... My eyes hurt so much. <laughs> but we love you. Um, <laughs> if we, if you want to keep up with activities outside the airwaves, you can stalk us on Instagram at Into, Into the, the Filmverse Podcast. Podcast. Ooh, cheeky. Yeah, Bryce, <laughs> where can people follow you and your wonderful online adventures? You can follow me on Letterboxd at Pain Reviews. I have logged 93 things this year already. Yeah, crazy. And these these two still have to be added. It's so almost 100. <laughs> um, 100 before the fucking first month. That's crazy. Wait, actually, 12 times 100 is 1200 jesus i'm doing good that is good um, <laughs> you can follow me on instagram at pain love cinema and you can follow me on twitter at swing green films which i haven't used because they banned tr- trump off twitter <laughs> just, uh, that, that was the only thing you went on there just to see what stupid shit he was saying this, that day i really wanted him to be on twitter right now because i'm so curious just to, wait that was i don't think it was one thing i was too is not that he's probably a good thing that he's banned but i was like oh, i just want to see well, i want to know what, know what he would do like what is he gonna say He's, he's like sitting there and it's like, oh my god, dude. Okay, so I'm sorry, this is off topic, but I saw this fucking skit and this like uh, video and he's like, Trump's <laughs> sitting there and he's like, sitting there and he's like, hey Pence, what are, you, what are you doing with your phone right there? He's like, oh, I'm on, uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram. And he's like, think I can borrow it? Like, no, no. <laughs> I, can, I fucking need it. I need it. Hey, uh, hey, Obama, what are you doing over there? What, what, what are you doing in front? I'm on Pinterest. I, 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 uh, I can, can work I with that. <laughs> can I borrow that? No. Like, all right. Hey, Biden, can I borrow your phone? Here, here you go. And pans him like a dial phone. Like, a dial, <laughs> like an old school, like, rotary oh my phone. God, he has a Biden. Yes, a rotary <laughs> phone. That's beautiful. He's like, yeah, here you go. And he goes, like, God damn, my <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And, uh, and that's uh, so good. And, well, and if you guys want to, you can stay connected with me, Mitchell Chandler, at Mitch Reviews, on Letterboxd, on Twitter, at Mitchell Chandler, and on Facebook and Instagram, at Author Mitchell Chandler. And Mitchell is spelled with a Y, so it's M-Y-T-C-H. Um, that's all for this week, our fellow cinephiles. And until next week, Excelsior! Excelsior! Excelsior!